0: Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Marrock, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. We stayed at the Hotel Captain Cook as part of the land tour of our Alaskan cruise. We arrived the day before the tour started and stayed across the street at the less expensive, but still very nice, Voyager Inn the first night. We had to check out of the Voyager at noon, but since it was too early to check into the Hotel Captain Cook, we checked our luggage with the concierge. While we were doing that, I asked if she could tell me how far the Ghost Tours of Anchorage meeting spot was from the hotel because I wanted to take it that night. As she marked the meetup spot on the map, she said, I've done it. It's really interesting. You'll even get to come back through the hotel. And I was all, you have a ghost here? (laughs) Because amazingly, I hadn't done my haunted hotel due diligence before we left don't revoke my paranormal tourist card. Supposedly the women's bathroom is, she said, but I've never seen anything and I use it all the time. She nodded in the direction of the signs, which pointed to the public restrooms on the next level down. So none of the rooms are haunted, I asked. Not that I know of, she said. But the bathroom, well, Like I said, I've never experienced anything, but they'll definitely fill you in about it on the tour. And that was all she would say. I couldn't get anything else out of her, and I was dying to know more. Since my husband had to take a work call, guess where's the first place I went to explore? From the outside, it looked harmless enough. Pretty normal, nothing spooky or paranormal. But when I stepped through the doors, wow, I wasn't expecting to find such a grand, elegantly decorated bathroom. Um, other than thinking it was very posh looking, I didn't get a sense of foreboding or anything like that, but of course I snapped pictures just in case, and I even tried to take some video, which that was very difficult to do in a public <laughs> restroom, but anyway, so I did take pictures because you never know what might appear upon later review, right? Uh, in my case, nothing did, sadly. I'll save you the suspense of that, um... However, I was happy that I took a photo of the stalls from the angle that I did completely unintentionally, Um, not because it later revealed anything ghostly or paranormal, but it did confirm something that I would learn on the tour, which had to do with the last stall on the left. During our ghost tour, our guide, Richard, gave us a little history about the Hotel Captain Cook's creation before we went in. It was built by Walter J. Hickel, a former Alaska governor. Today, it has three towers, which houses everything from its 546 rooms and suites to restaurants, shops, and even an athletic club. But it all started with the first tower opening in 1965. I'm not sure if they always planned to add on more towers or not, but they did in the 70s. The second went up sometime around 72 or 73, and the third was in the late 70s. Richard also, of course, told us the story about the possessive potty poltergeist which is actually a pretty sad one. I couldn't find any newspaper accounts to verify if this tragedy happened or not. Uh, Then again, it might have been kept out of the news. I'm sure the hotel wouldn't have wanted that kind of press, especially not when they were celebrating something as exciting and happy as a second opening, you know, the tower, the second tower opening. Um, And I didn't get a chance to visit the courthouse or anything like that to go through death records to see if I could find anything, so I don't know. But here's the story. A young woman allegedly shot herself in that last stall during a party celebrating the grand opening of the Captain Cook Second Tower. It's reported that she was very angry and upset. I don't know if she was mentally unstable. I'm not sure if she was mad about something at the hotel or if she was mad, you know, maybe her lover was there with his wife. You you don't know. There could be a million things nobody knows. I don't believe there was a suicide note or anything like that either. Um, But those who have seen her describe her as a woman in white, even though there's no indication she died while wearing white or that anybody even died there. But it's It's presumed that's a true story. Um, Over the years, women using the bathroom, but especially ones using that stall in particular, have reported varying levels of paranormal activity. On the mild end, women have reported feeling uneasy or like they feel watched, which is never a good feeling anywhere, but definitely not in a bathroom. Privacy, please. Ramping it up a little bit, some women have reported feeling sick after a visit to the hotel Captain Cook's Lou. In fact, our ghost tour guide, Richard, um, he warned us women to be nice when we entered the ghost domain as she does not take time take kindly to strong personalities. He said it wasn't uncommon on his tours over the years for the brazen women, you know, the ones with the big personalities that went in making a big ruckus to come back out and feel sick or to faint afterwards. And then on the more aggressive end, the ghost has done things like violently shaking the stall walls and even grabbing toilet users by their ankles, um, which I don't know about you, but I'd be glad to be on the toilet if the wall started shaking and for sure if someone suddenly grabbed me from behind by my ankles. I am positive I'd squeak out a number two and toilet paper. I am Also, positive, I don't think I would even bother with it in my mad scramble to flee as fast as I could, which sounds not only extremely messy but humiliating. And perhaps that's why it was permanently closed. Maybe the operations manager could foresee a catastrophe like that happening and just wanted to make sure to spare anyone from having to endure that, including those who would have to clean it up after because it was actually a woman who experienced the ankle grab and the shaking walls who was the catalyst for why the last stall on the left is now permanently out of use. The woman was personal friends with a Hickel family member who was in charge of hotel operations at the time she had her experience. Um, The operations manager decided enough was enough. She didn't know if there was any truth to any of the ghost stories, but she knew her friend was not prone to pranks or to exaggeration and that her fear was very sincere. Um, If she said she'd experienced what she had, then she'd experienced it. So something had to be done. But what The operations manager decided to start paying visits to the ghost. From time to time, she'd go down, and perhaps she even still does to this day, and talk with her. She'd fill her in on what was happening around the hotel and, you know, things of that nature. It seemed to appease the spirit. Guests reporting spooky incidents in the bathroom dropped, but they still happened. Maybe if no one bothered the ghost, she would stop bothering you know, people too. So the operations manager ordered that the stall's door remain shut. That didn't always happen though. Was the ghost opening it? Like how she said to sometimes turn the lights off and on? Or did the cleaning people sometimes forget to shut it back up? That's very possible. Um, But was there a way to make sure that the stall stayed closed? The operations manager had an idea for that too bolt it shut. I had to see for myself if that was true, so I stood on the toilet in the stall next to it, and sure enough, there is a bolt that is permanently locked. It's, you would have to unscrew from the inside to get it off. Um, but that actually led to more questions because of what I saw in the toilet bowl, which I'm assuming is toilet bowl cleaner. But that made me wonder, how often does that stall get cleaned? And how do they do it? Does somebody crawl under the door? Do they balance on the toilet next store like I was doing and hang over and try to clean, which would seem extremely awkward and dangerous. And how do they decide who the unlucky soul is who will clean it? If they do, maybe they just leave it. Or does some brave soul (laughs) volunteer for the task? Um, The fact that the cleaner color was also green struck me as funny. Images of Slimer immediately ran through my head, because like I said, I'm only assuming that's toilet bowl cleaner and here's a fun little bonus tidbit i tried to film in the bathroom and you know i was i was able to film a little bit um i thought it was vacant when i went in but was it um upon reviewing my video there was someone came in while i was filming so i ended up just stopping and every time i tried to to do it was just impossible somebody kept coming in but um when I had first tried, there was a door that was closed that I hadn't noticed when I very first started. It was also on the left, but it wasn't the last stall. It was closer to the entryway into where the bathroom stalls were. But could you imagine if somebody was in there? What were they thinking when I walked in and said, I don't know if you're in here, ghost, or if you even know you are one? (laughs) talk about self-restraint kudos to them for tolerating me if they were in there or they were really freaked out one or the other but all I know is if that had been me I would have so started moaning or talking or who knows what answering questions or something or mumbling gibberish But I'm pretty sure I would not have just sat there quietly because that would have just been too tempting an opportunity to have a bit of fun. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snagged the music "Phantom from Space" from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at HauntJaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to HauntJaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Haunt John's social media on the website, as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.